Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ranting Shop. I'm Melissa, and today we're going to speak about the topic of domestic violence. Um, this is a topic that is not new. It's not a phenomenon. It's something that has been happening for years and years and years throughout the world. Um both genders commit domestic violence, male and female, but uh, studies have shown that males are the ones that typically initiate the violence. I just think that this is an interesting topic to discuss in Caribbean spaces specifically because I know that it's something we as Caribbean people go through. We see, we, ex- we, we experience this, and it's something that we should not make commonplace in society. It's something that we should not normalize ever because it is not normal. Domestic violence can be traced back to slavery days. You know, when it was a planter-slave relationship and the planter would beat the slaves into submission. You know, beat fear into them so that they don't leave. That's typically the mindset of an abuser. They try to keep you in a cage mentally so that you don't leave. So even though it's not a physical it's not physical shackles even though it's not physical restraints it still works just as effectively because the mind has been altered you know so it's a very serious situation and it's not very cut and dry at all because a lot of people are like oh leave they need to leave the situation leave the relationship as if it's easy for them to do if it was easy for them to do wouldn't they do it one of my biggest pet peeves is when people assume that you haven't tried the obvious it's so irritating it's like yes i've tried this and this and that But clearly, obviously, it hasn't worked. And when you're dealing with domestic violence situations, you have to have a strategy to leave. You can't just get up and go. Because most times, it has to do with life and death situations. So you have to be very strategic about how you leave the the relationship. And most times in domestic violence situations, you notice that there's really not many safe spaces for the victims to go. And that is the biggest reason why they're so reluctant to leave at times. Because it's like, okay, I leave and then what? Who's going to protect me? Where am I going to go? You know? It's not very easy, as I say. Well, I've, I've men- as I've mentioned before, it's, a, it's quite a difficult situation to be in. 
And the reason why I decided to speak about this situation today is mostly because of the recent story that broke out about a comedian called Major Hype or Major Hype. His ex-fiancee put him on blast, I believe a week ago, because, or was it this week, I'm not too sure. I think it was from last week. She put him on blast on Instagram for being abusive. And she said something that was very important and that stuck with me. And that is basically that, you know, she told or she confided in friends about the situation. And what they told her was... Instead of, you know, coming to her defense, they actually told her, what did you do to cause that beating? What did you do to cause you being beaten to a pub? That sounds crazy to me. That sounds absolutely insane. And I noticed that in the Caribbean, we have such a victim mindset. We have such a victim shaming type of mindset. The victim can never just be the victim. It has to be, oh, what did the victim do to cause this situation to happen to them? And it's something that we really need to stop doing. We have to stop ourselves from doing that because at the end of the day, There's no excuse for domestic violence. There's no excuse for putting your hands on someone. There's no excuse for abusing someone, physically or psychologically. There's no excuse, absolutely none. So when people say, oh, what did you do? That speaks to how insensitive the culture is. And it speaks to how much of a twisted mindset we've developed over the years. It's kind of like a trauma response. Where are you saying, oh, what did you do? Don't do that next time. It's a very much a traumatic response. It's a victim type of response. You know when you've been... um physically traumatized before and you're very scared so your natural response is to not do whatever you did to get that response because you're trying to you know self-preserve however it's not the right mindset to have considering that nothing you do would necessarily stop the abuse so yes you're you're thinking okay this is self-preservation but at the end of the day nothing you do really prevents the violent outburst if you don't do something it's an issue if you do something it's an issue so it has nothing to do with the individual it has more so to do with the person committing the act and their psychological state and the psychological trauma that they've been through that they haven't addressed 
you know people we're all different we all deal with our emotions differently some people show frustration in anger so some people show frustration by just being quiet and staying to themselves some people show frustration by lashing out and being loud and aggressive and 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 um disrespectful people show frustration and anger anger in different ways and a lot of the ways that you show your emotions have to do with how you were raised you know it has a lot to do with how people were raised major or major hype he spoke of the fact that he was abused as a child sexually abused and his father almost chopped off his mother's hand for simply asking for a bike a bicycle for him so the man grew up with a lot of violence around him and as much as i'm not using that as an excuse for his behavior has a lot to do with how he lives his life now trauma as a child really sticks with you it doesn't go anywhere it sticks with you and it manifests in different ways sometimes you're not even sure why your response to things is what it is you just know that's how i'm responding to this but when you go back and peel the layers, you realize that, oh, it was as a result of seeing this in my childhood or experiencing that that has caused me to alter my response to certain things. That's why it's very important for us to seek therapy, seek psychological help, especially when dealing with traumatic childhoods or traumatic life experiences it really helps it helps because it allows you to peel back the layers of why you're acting like this now because it's easy for you to say oh i don't know i don't know why i'm acting like that but if we were to peel back the layers it's very easy to see where the source of that pain or anger or aggression came from We need to normalize psychological health in the Caribbean, in St. Lucia, in everywhere. But I know particularly in St. Lucia, psychological health is kind of a bit of a taboo. People just assume, oh, she's crazy. So she's going to the mental hospital. It's because she's crazy. We have a very cut and dry response to a lot of things. Things are not black and white especially as far as pertaining to things that pertain to your psychology your mind it's a very complex topic and it's something that cannot be judged with a simple crazy a simple word like oh it's just that she's crazy you know we should normalize people getting psychological help. As much as you know, in St. Lucia, we're very big advocates of people eating healthier, 
to reduce the amount of cases of hypertension that we get and diabetes. But nobody talks about reducing the amount of mental trauma that we face throughout the years. Nobody speaks about that, you know. Mental trauma is a big deal. And with domestic violence cases, you notice that hurt people hurt people. When you're hurt and you haven't healed your childhood issues, it manifests into abuse when you get into certain relationships or relationships in general. That's why people always say, you know, you need to work on yourself before getting into relationships. If you know that you're not good in terms of this aspect, try and work on that before getting yourself into a relationship. Because the worst thing, the worst thing you could do is hurt that individual because of some unresolved trauma that you failed to treat when you had the chance to treat it. Because what you're doing is you're psychologically scarring an external party, another party, someone outside of yourself because of something you didn't deal with. So now we have two people with psychological trauma now. And then that person will, you know, project that into the other relationship and then that one would project it into the other relationship and then it's going to be a cycle of hurt people hurting people that's why we need to be by ourselves and work on our trauma i know in the caribbean nobody speaks about psychological help clinics Therapists, we don't speak about that, but they're so important. They're so important. They really help you put things into perspective in your life and really help you to understand why you're reacting certain ways to certain situations. It's very important. So many times... I've seen women with black eyes looking bruised and battered in the in my part of the Caribbean, St. Lucia. And it's almost like a norm. It's almost like common. It's common. Okay, she has a black eye. Her man beat her. And, but it's something that should never be normalized. As much as we don't want to be, we don't want to ignore things like that. Like, what do you do when you see somebody has gone through domestic violence? What is it that you do? What is it that you can do? You know? Because sometimes they want to leave, but they just can't because of financial issues. They don't have a place to stay. The police doesn't provide them with sufficient protection. It's a, it's a very sticky situation. So I feel like the easiest thing for us to do is to not get into relationships like these in the first place. 
because it's it's really not that easy to leave once you get in you're psychologically trapped you're mentally trapped into the situation and it's difficult for you to leave because the person like abusers normally try to separate you from your loved ones your friends anybody that's close to you they try their hardest to separate you from them because they want a hundred percent control of you if you still have contact with your family members and your friends they do not feel like they have that control over you so that's the first thing that they try to do separate you from your family members and after they do that after they've isolated you then they start working on the psychology oh you cannot leave this and that they may or may not start to abuse you physically beating they might psychologically berate you make you feel like you're less than just so that you stay you feel trapped it's all a game and i remember um his ex-fiance saying that you know he cut his arm open in front of her now i don't know if these allegations are true of course i'm just going based on what i heard from her she said he cut his arm in front of her sliced his arm in front of her that's crazy i don't know what that was supposed to symbolize but that is not normal at all is it supposed to mean that if you leave i'll kill myself is it supposed to be i don't feel pain i don't know what that was supposed to be but that's sick and it's scary and it's a frightening experience i i noticed that caribbean men they love just men in general it's like whenever their fellow men do bad things they're always trying to justify it they're always trying to oh we don't know the full story oh that's not my friend will never do something like that oh she's lying and i think that was a big reason why that whole me too movement became a thing it was because it was a situation where i was like women are not being believed they're not being believed and because they're not being believed these men are getting away with abusing and mistreating them and it's not fair now i'm not saying that some women don't lie cuz some women do lie and say they've been raped or mistreated or abused when they haven't yes i i'm aware that that has happened before however i still believe that they should be believed you know how in, in 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 the justice system you're innocent until proven guilty i feel like for anyone that accuses someone of violence towards them or hate towards them should be believed first and then later if it turns out to not be true then that's that they lose credibility if it turns out to be true you could be saving hundreds of lives 
I feel like it's just a safer bet to believe than to not believe. And I know there's cases where, you know, the person has, the victim has lied on the person they accused of abusing them. And sometimes when we choose to believe the victim first, the actual abu alleged abuser sometimes gets the short end of the stick. Because it's like, if you lie on an individual and say that they've beat you, and we choose to believe you instead of that individual, if it turns out that you have lied on that individual, it's almost as if the damage will already be done. Even after the person has been vindicated, the damage would already have been done. So it's a very kind of, it's a very dangerous type of situation and um, something that must be spoken of and treated logically and empathetically. Um, some things could be checked or discussed on a case-by-case -case basis because not all cases are the same. And everything is a learning experience. However, I feel like for the victim, it's safer to believe them than to not believe them. It's safer for them, the victim, to be believed. That's my opinion of the situation. You know? And it's a situ it's a it's a it's an ordeal that we definitely need to take seriously and men we need men to not coddle these abuse these abusive people because as i said before most abusers are males i need their fellow males to stop defending that type of behavior you know because it's it's very toxic and i need women to not defend that type of behavior either I understand that, you know, when somebody brings out an accusation as serious as domestic violence, that you want all, you want all sides to the story so that you could make a judgment from an outside perspective. However, it's a choice to believe someone or not to believe them, but I just feel like for situations like this, it's just better to believe the woman than to say, you'll not do something like that. Or just to plain dismiss her or him. That's how these victims end up dead. Because they try to vocalize their, their fear. They try to publicize their abuse. And nobody believed them or law enforcement didn't take them seriously. And they ended up dying from the hands of their abuser. So, in that case, it's better to believe them first. If you're skeptical, you can't be skeptical, but just be able to believe them first. And 
as far as women how women respond to these situations sometimes women can be very callous and very just not understanding you know let's say my best friend is being abused she tells me oh he beat me beat me and i'm telling her leave 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 and she's choosing to stay 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 sometimes you get tired of telling that person to leave but i feel like it's not necessarily telling them to leave it's telling them how to leave it's telling them what to do if they were to leave because sometimes domestic violence situations tend to be so serious that the person can't just up and leave where are the resources for these domestic violence victims to up and leave there's literally very little and i know in terms of law enforcement for people to prove that they've been abused it's almost like the, the police have to see you being abused for action to be taken if they're not seeing you being abused it's like you he said she said situation which can can it which may or may not be able to be proven in the court of law so it's a very sticky situation it's very scary there's little to no provisions for these types of victims men are such taboo victims of domestic violence but they are victims nonetheless male and female males and females are perpetuators of domestic violence it's not limited to one gender i've heard of cases where men have beat or women have kept beating men it's also not something that should be laughed at because if for some reason society finds it funny that men get abused they laugh at it they think it's funny but it's really not funny it should be taken just as seriously as a woman that has been abused people we should just not put our hands on people and try our best to resolve issues amicably not by psychologically berating them and 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 making them feel worthless because you're angry no that's not the way to go there's better ways at communicating that doesn't leave lifelong impacts on people's minds you know and it should not be something normalized it should be something that it should be spoken about everywhere there should be workshops or 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 i don't know there needs to be a healthcare plus you know how there's clinics in various like districts like in various constituencies there needs to be mental clinics in each constituency one that they could go to one that they they're able to speak with licensed professionals about um 
issues that they're going through. I think that that is going to be a great step in the right direction for mental health and to reduce the amount of victims that come out of unchecked mental trauma. Too many times we've seen cases where, oh, this girl beat up her man, this girl killed her man because of A, B, C, and D. We should be able to handle life stresses well enough so that it doesn't lead to harming other people. I just saw a case today where this rapper, was her name Anna Marie or something? She shot her boyfriend because he was cheating on her. That's not something that should be praised. That's not something that should be normal. We're not doing that. We're not shooting people because they hurt our feelings. There needs to be better ways of coping with heartache and heightened emotional distress states. So... That is basically what I, what I wanted to talk about today in the ranting shop. Be sure to tune in for my next episode and have yourselves a wonderful day. Everyone be safe, wear your masks, wash your hands frequently, try not to scratch your face and have a lovely, lovely productive day. Thank you all for listening to The Ranting Shop. See you next time.